This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome. This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Rose. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a professional athlete currently in the CFL. I've been up here for four years playing in the CFL with the Ottawa Red Blacks, which I earned two divisional All-Stars and also a Grey Cup championship. But before I got here, I was Jonathan Rose from Birmingham, Alabama, small town Leeds, Alabama, if you want to be politically correct. Where in football, I excelled. I was an All-American coming out of high school, played in the Army All-American game. Also won two high school state championships. And also earned scholarships to numerous colleges. And I chose to go to Auburn University where I spent my freshman year and then transferred to the University of Nebraska for the remainder of my college career. After my Nebraska days were over, I tried out for the NFL. None of those panned into a contract. So now I'm in the CFL, still pursuing an NFL contract one day. But right now I'm in the CFL making the most of it and trying to win as many championships as I can until I get that NFL opportunity. But beyond all that, with this Prove Yourself Right podcast, I'm going to share my story in hopes to motivate somebody or inspire somebody to continue going and to understand that their story isn't the end. It's not as bad as it seems in the now. You can always make it better. Because growing up, I felt like odds was always against me. And I was one of those people that if I get down on myself, I'm just down. Nothing in the world can can be right. And then when everything's good, it's like everything's always going to be good. But one thing I learned about life, life fluctuates. It's going to be good times and bad times. But one thing about it, it's always going to be adversity. And you just got to be prepared for that. And once I jumped into the field of wanting to be a professional athlete, just being an athlete growing up in general is a lot of adversity. But to pursue being a professional athlete, you just got to take what comes with that. And you just got to know how to carry it. And I had to develop it along the way. Uh, My dad played college ball, so I got a little feel of how it was going to be to be a college athlete, but I ain't never met anybody that went pro, for real, that I could really talk to and see how it went, so I was the first. So, there wasn't, I was leading by my own example, like, I was my own example as well, so I had to make sure I did it right for the ones watching me, but I also had to keep tabs on myself to make sure I was always conscious of what I was doing, where I was at, who I was around, and all that in between. So, like I said, with this podcast, man, I'm just looking to have good discussions. I'm going to have different people come on, of course, but we're going to have different topics, and every week is going to be something new to talk about. But it's always going to be something difficult that you really don't hear anywhere else. Like I want to have the difficult conversations. And some people put it out there because that's what motivated me to do this. I've heard it somewhere, and I tried to create it in my own way now. But it's a lot of stuff we need to talk about out here, man. There's a lot of stuff that people need to hear other people say so they can understand that they're not the only one going through certain things in this world. 
And the only reason I know that because I have been hesitant to share my story over the years because uh, just afraid of what people might think of me hearing the story. But at the end of the day, you prove yourself right. Like, yeah, everybody done did something that they ain't proud of in life, but that don't define you and don't nobody get to judge you off of that, especially if you continuously make improvements and, and continue to show that that side of you is not who you are. At the end of the day, you should always be able to prove yourself right, and that's all that matters, how you feel about you. Everybody else will just have to fall in line, but as long as you know you're doing the right things, you don't have nothing to worry about. So, yeah, with this Prove Yourself Right podcast, it's going to be a journey within itself. I'm going to tell you about my journey, and then I'm going to take you on a journey to better yourself. So let me tell you a little bit about what Prove Yourself Right means to me. To prove yourself right. Where I grew up at, man, in Alabama, athletics ruled, like, the whole South. Like, when nobody going to the high school, um, little recitals and to the high school musical, unless your kids was in it. But you want to know something everybody going to come to that even though their kids ain't in, they don't care, they still come to them, them football games, basketball games, baseball games, stuff like that. So basically what I'm saying, sports was like so idolized in the South. And then especially for men, especially male-dominated sports, you just had to try something before anybody even looked at you as a person. Like, if you don't play sports, people, you'll walk around that city for 27 years and won't nobody even know your name because you ain't play nothing. Don't nobody know nothing. So, in the South, to even get validated, you got to be some type of athlete. Or you got at least got to try, and then people know what kind of lane to put you in. So, when I blew up in sports, and having a father that was good at football and went to a major university and played football, that was also a good gift for me, too. Just having him in my life and just having that example. He went to college for one. Play for D1 University for two and in the same state he was in. He just did a lot that um, can kind of get overlooked in the process of me developing as a man. Like, I, I got to see a man in my household do it. So, for those without those external factors, I get how tough it was. It was still tough on me having his motivation, having all that stuff that came with it that would make it seem like oh, it would be easier for him to be a college athlete and go pro and all that. It still wasn't easy. The adversities personally still came and the adversity of being a professional athlete or being an athlete in general still came, meaning I still had to compete against every other person in that sport that I wanted to be great in. And I had to walk my life in the right way so that I could continue to do what I wanted to do. Nobody gets that nowadays, man. Nobody gets the relation of being a good person and being good at what you do, how it all goes together. Because nobody wants to hear you if you're the best, but you're a ugly human being. Nobody can stand to hear you talk or hear you speak or hear you even enjoy yourself because you're so negative or such a bad person. And then vice versa, you can be such a good person, but then never get credited because you're not good at what you do. And people like you, but you're just not good. So, Prove Yourself Right came to me a few months back. I was looking at my story, talking to my journey with somebody, man. I just remember saying, I remember saying, man, I'm just trying to prove myself right. And it dawned on me. That's my whole journey. Everything I've been through in my life, I can account to me just trying to prove myself right. All the troubles I've got in, 
all the good stuff that's happened to me. All the above was just me trying to prove myself right. Being an athlete, everybody got an opinion. Everybody going to criticize you. Everybody going to say, oh, well, he good at this, but not good at this. Like Everybody going to manipulate you in a whole lot of ways that you don't even understand who you are after everybody and I got <laughs> a piece of you. I'm so glad I got athletics, though. I learned so many life lessons through athletics that I feel like without it, I'd, I'd be a lesser of a man today. Being able to play a sport like football where I had to work on partnership and team, teamwork and team bonding, and also understanding the next man to accomplish goals. Like I really had to understand guys for us to work together and be able to communicate together. And like I told you at the beginning, I'm, I was a shy person, so I could play team sports, get my job done, make sure you get yours done without even saying a word. <laughs> but that ain't healthy, and that don't really create bonds and strengthen relationships, man, because that's just like people being coworkers. Oh, we doing it because we're here at work, but once you go out that door, I don't care what happened to you. No, you got to invest in people. And I know that because a lot of people invest in me, my coach, my mom, my daddy, my family, for one. And then all the people I just met on my walk that didn't have to help me when I was in need. And yeah, that's what this podcast is all about. That's why I brought you Prove Yourself Right. I'm trying to make sure my story is inspirational to somebody who out there that feel like they lost or that they don't fit in or that they won't make it out of a said situation. I have been up and around everything and I ain't got something that uh, necessarily fact for fact goes with somebody's struggle but we can still talk struggles and I can empathize with where you're coming from because I probably felt how you was feeling I might not have went through the exact same thing but I felt how you felt in that moment and I'm going to share my story man because it's time to help somebody else get through that man and that's what I think the world needs man we need to be we need more togetherness bettering of relationships man all this racism that's going on. The only reason it's going on because you just ain't took the time to understand the race or you got a stereotype already that you ain't trying to let go. Some of them stereotypes you got to let go, man. You can't put that on everybody you cross that looks like somebody that you had an encounter with. I used to do that. That's why I'm talking facts. I ain't talking nothing. I ain't applied to my own life. I would do that. Have an altercation with somebody that looks a certain way and anybody that acts or give me a hint of how that said person was, you are exactly like that person. And some, if I gather more information about you as looking at you and talking to you, you might end up worse off than the person that I was thinking about. But at the beginning of the whole thing, I never gave you a chance to start off. And that's a me thing. And that's what I'm trying to make sure people don't do. You can't start off not giving people a chance and then looking like, I told y'all, I told you that dude or who such and such was... What I said, they were, you never gave them a chance. And hopefully me sharing my story, man, somebody else will speak up about their own story. Or I just want you to better tap into your own life and figure yourself out and stop. Don't be one of them people that blame the world because of everything happening around you and happening to you. Because I've been there also. I'm not, I was blaming the world why I didn't get my NFL opportunities and this, that, and the third, and why this happened to me, that happened to me. But I never turned around and stood in front of the mirror and asked Jonathan Rose why that happened to you, Jonathan. And some stuff is going to be life. I lost some people that messed me up. 
I got messed up from losing my homie Day Day in college my freshman year at Auburn. Nobody knows. Everybody going to talk about Jonathan Rose getting dismissed from Auburn, but nobody going to talk about all the circumstances that intertwined in that 365 days that made me not want to be at a university no more. And for that college kid or that high school kid that needs to hear it so they don't have to go through it or is feeling something similar and don't know where to go and how to face it, I'm here for you. Because I am the oldest. I have a younger sister, so I'm the oldest of two siblings of us two. And I didn't have no older... I had older cousins and an older uncle that was more like a brother to me. But like in my household with me, older um, influences or somebody I can look to, to know right from wrong and give me the game. I ain't had much of that. My uncle, like I said, he was like my brother, lived with him with my grandmama for a minute. My mama's brother, Ike, he taught me the game a little bit and he taught me do's and don'ts just through his life experiences. I watched him do some things. I was like, I ain't got to go through that to understand that's wrong. And then he taught me some, as a man stuff. And just having my father in my life was crucial. And then like I, like all athletes, your coaches play some some roles, but even with all them roles being played for good, it's also some roles that got played for bad. I got, I have a lot of, what you call them? I got a lot of insecurities about myself based off what other people said about me. And just one is going into sports. Everybody, seen me so i was like i'm six two and a half it's about six three people look at me and see me tall they want me to play safety and anybody that knows me or anybody that watches know i play cornerback and i feel like i'm a better cornerback than i ever would be safety where people got this safety stuff from is off a of look they looked at me and said oh no he like he played safety i've never played safety not one time not one down so ain't nobody got no film on me playing safety and the reason i'm giving you this whole breakdown is because I told y'all at the beginning I was an All-American in high school. So once I got to my first university, I go back to the high school scouting page and they changed me to safety. Not that I went to the university and played safety. They thought, oh, that's what's going to be his best fit. So we're going to change him. So I dropped from the number two corner to like the number eight safety ranking. I was never in safeties. <laughs> I wasn't being recruited or nothing as a safety. So I don't even know where they got this, but it's perception. They look at you and they blow, he ain't going to play corner too long. Or they say he ain't got the feet, this, that, and the third. That's what gave me the insecurities. I started hearing all those details. Oh, he ain't got the feet to play corner at the college level. He ain't going to be able to be fast enough. He's too big. He's, he's too slow. Okay. So it wore on me a little bit. Wore on me mentally. But I've always been mentally tough. But the way I handle it, I overexert myself. So I go working hard. I work myself to death trying to prove to them what I'm not. And that's kind of what I did, but it worked. But down the road, it became one of my weaknesses. So I worked myself, I worked myself, I worked myself my freshman year at cornerback trying to be the best. Went to another university, still showed out trying to be the best. And that became a mentality for me for my whole life. Everything I did, I was just trying to, be better than whoever else was doing it. And you lose yourself in a life of competition. I built my life around competition, which made me always put myself up against somebody else and never setting myself up to see what skills and tools I could just put into myself to become a better person. I just wanted to be better than him, not, not bettering myself, if y'all get that part. And 
it sucks. You'll lose yourself and it creates depressions. And then when life do get hard and you ain't developed any of these skills to challenge back against life and against these bad thoughts and bad feelings, you crumble. That's when people get the depressions and you hear about people suicidal and, and just feeling like less, less than in life. No, no, no. Nobody can talk you into feeling like that. You can't say, oh, they made me feel like this. No, you control your own emotions. You control your own thoughts and you control what you take in. I had to learn that I couldn't take in everything a reporter or somebody on social media said about me every time it was said because that'll destroy me. I have to know my worth, my values, and understand that you can get through this. And if you ain't good, you'll be better. And then go on. That's why I'm glad I'm an athlete, man. I had to build that tough skin early from a little kid. I was in, I was in Little League and my head coach was my father. <laughs> and we made it to the championship. We had to play this team in Mobile. And when we got there, I had to be like six or seven. These boys way taller than everybody we had on my team. I was the tallest. I think it might have been another dude that was about my height. All them boys was taller than me. Looked like they'd been lifting weights all year long. So it looked like they had to be nine or ten. My daddy said it coming in. He was like, man, these boys look a little big. Y'all ready? He's trying to pump us up. We, man, come on, man. You know we ready. All right, long story short, we get to the game. They get the slapping us out there. Boy, I, I was a running back. I ain't got hit so many times in my life to this day. I was like, no, Pops, I can't, I can't carry the rock for you this game. Ain't nobody blocking. Ain't nobody doing nothing. So I'm in one play. I finally got fed up. So bum, I get hit in the backfield, throw the ball down, crying, take my helmet, I run to the sideline, I sit down. And I see my dad. He, he was out there on the field. I think we was all in the huddle. So when I got mad, I stormed off a little bit. I went over there, slammed my helmet down, sat down. I guess he missed that. So by the time he was looking for me, he found me on the sideline, bawling, crying. And I remember we made eye contact. And I instantly looked away because I knew he was upset. So when I made eye contact, he started coming my way. He's like, what you doing over here? I was like, I'm done, man. They keep hitting me. Ain't nobody blocking. I don't want to do this no more. I remember he told me to put my helmet back on. I said no. He said, put your helmet back on. So I put the helmet back on. He buckled it up. He grabbed my face mask and he walked me back to the huddle. He called the play and told him to go line up. Referee finna spot the ball and everything. And in that small instance, he told me everything I need to know. He was like, listen, I don't care if don't nobody else do their job right. You won't quit. You're going to run this ball to the end of the game. Letting y'all know this now, we ain't got no points. <laughs> These boys smacking us. So I go back out there. Next play, tops. Bum bum, shake one to the crib. Snatched out for about 60 yards for our first touchdown. So the small victory is we got a touchdown, we didn't get killed. The big victory that I took from that situation is my daddy instilling dip, uh, instilling discipline, confidence, and a grind in me. He ain't let me quit. And this ain't like a kid being like, oh, I don't want to play this sport no more. I don't like it. No, this was just feeling defeated. They better than me. That I can't do it. No, I won't let you go out there like that. He ain't let me go out like that. And that's what I appreciate. And that's the gift I took from it uh, in the ultimate grand scheme of things. Because if he will let me walk off then, I'm forever walking off. And I hate it for the ones whose parents let them walk off and, and not have to try and be like, okay, that's all right, Jimmy. You can do something else. Sometimes... It ain't that you can do something else. Of course you can go do something else. You, don't, you ain't forced to do nothing. But you shouldn't be 
withering away and not wanting to do things because you don't feel like you're up to the challenge or you're good enough or you're smart enough or that you got it in you to accomplish it. No, you got to fight through that because that's fear. That's self-fear right there. You're scared to put your best self out there because it might not be good enough. No, sir, you never get anywhere in life. Your best entrepreneurs, your best businessmen, your best athletes, your best people. Don't shy away from a challenge. And that's just what I'm going to leave y'all with today, boy, because that one got me, man. I'm going to leave y'all with that today. And um, I appreciate y'all tuning in to this first podcast, man. I hope I can drop some gems for y'all to keep y'all inspired and keep y'all motivated. Understand the whole purpose of this podcast, man, is to help better understand people and help people better understand you. Because we all work together in this world, man. We keep this world turning together. So if you ain't trying to understand me and I ain't uh, I'm not trying to understand you, I don't know what kind of world we trying to live in. So I'm going to leave y'all with this. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. But you will always have to prove everything to yourself. Till next time. Appreciate you.